G'day teabaggers, uh, just a quick bonus episode, this is just 15 minutes or so that Dave Anthony and I uh, recorded together when we were filming for Earbuds, the podcast documentary, which of course uh, so many of you contributed to by buying one of the t-shirts, uh, and uh, we as a podcast put in $5,000 towards that documentary, um, we did some filming for it the other day and this is the audio uh, from that filming, so just a little bonus episode, up uh, next I'm going to put an episode with uh, David Huntsberger, one of my favourites, I love Dave. Um, he, uh, we recorded this chat about three months ago, but it's a new episode for you guys. So I'll put that up, uh, in the next 24 hours as well. And then I'm off to Portland for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. But before that, um, I'm doing, uh, tonight, speaking of, uh, Graham Elwood and the guys from Comedy Film Nerds, I'm doing a live Comedy Film Nerds show with Doug Benson at the, uh, LA Improv, the Hollywood Improv on Melrose. It's eight o'clock tonight, uh, Wednesday, May the 7th, and, um, if you go to the uh, Hollywood Improv website and you go to the link for the show, if you put in CFN, the code CFN in capitals, uh, you'll get into that show for $5. So you should come along to that. That's going to be pretty fun tonight uh, if you are in LA. But um, from Thursday, I'm in Portland. I'm doing seven shows in Portland, including set lists. You can check all those dates at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival website. Go and click on uh, my icon there and all my gigs are there. Apart from one that I'm doing on the first night uh, the very first gig that i'm doing will take place it's free and it's at powell's city of books and it's a it's a pretty cool gig with guys who wrote the humor code uh three of us are going to do stand up and then they're going to uh analyze and pick apart our stand up uh from a critical and analytical point of view so that should be uh kind of fun so if you want to come down to a free event in portland come down to that uh tomorrow night and then yes i've got six other gigs that are all on the website uh there's also a bunch of other podcasts i've been on if you want to check those out uh i was on a little dum dum club with chas lichardello um episode 186 check that out uh, I, I really would hope that you would check out the osher ginsburg podcast it's kind of like my podcast with Osovic, except he's interviewing me i'm on episode uh 29 of that it really uh it was a fabulous chat i really enjoyed that with osher so check that out I was on a, a live I Love Green Guide Letters with Dave Hughes and Ann Edmonds during the Melbourne Comedy Festival. That's episode 115 of that. I was on Gather Around Me, uh, episode 179 with Ben Pobji and Cam Smith. Uh, I was on the Rusty Fragment podcast with Greg Fleet and Sam Peterson. I was on uh, No Laugh Track, which we recorded when I was in Minneapolis for the gigs at Acme. I was uh, talking business and my business plan on Beer Blokes Business. Uh, I was on The Nudge, um, speaking about grit. I was on A Natural Selection. I was on the Tom Barnard podcast and a video podcast called Talking Funny, Talking Failure. I've put all those links on the TOEFOP Facebook page if you want to check out any of those podcasts. Anyway, that's enough talking from me. Oh, I will quickly mention that uh, Sydney Comedy Festival next week. Uh, that's going to be absolutely huge. The Friday at the Enmore is completely sold out. There are still some tickets to the Thursday at the Enmore, but it's selling pretty quick, so I get in for that. And two shows in Chatswood on the Saturday night, the 17th. Uh, first show is pretty much sold out. Second show, still some tickets available. Uh, and I've got some cool supports for those shows as well. So, uh, uh, look, I, I can't announce who they are because they're doing shows of their own, but I think if you've uh, never seen either of them before, you're really going to love them. So, uh Uh, Come out, check out the shows in Sydney. That'd be really cool to uh, enjoy this little bonus episode. Cheers. 
The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Topop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> actually need to use these things, they're, they're offered on the table. Like it's when you... they give you like cutlery for your takeaway or whatever. You don't actually need to go home and use that cutlery. Often you just put it in your drawer or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but what's cutlery? It's nice to have the option. <laughs> what speak, speak American. What do you mean? What, what, do you, what do you call it? Like a knife Knives and, a and fork? forks. Utensils? Utensils? Cutlery sounds cutlery. like knives. Cutlery. We, cutlery is like knives. Right. Oh, you mean like so it'd have to be cutlery and forklery? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about forklery. Forklery. Okay, well, that makes sense. Sure. Why is why is this guy talking on our podcast? Right, I mean, this is ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're like, well, did, 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 they were like, did, it, did the podcast start? Does it did just start pod- halfway through them having an argument about something? <laughs> about <laughs> is that actually what the podcast is? We're not meant to look at the cameras, though. So just make sure you don't stare at the cameras because that'll ruin it for everybody. What do you mean? Yeah, the cameras. Don't stare at them. What? Don't don't stare at them. What? Like in Crocodile Dundee in LA, did I, I told you about that, right? There's a scene where he's like he's he's volunteering as an um, it's a really expensive television, so don't you know really don't. But all I'm just saying is don't fuck it up. I don't think we gave you permission to touch that. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's really. I mean I had to get I had to I get mean, professionals to put li- that in. The, the liberties that are being taken yeah, here no. are astounding. I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones on that as soon as you fuckers leave. So That's don't be one. breaking that. Yeah. Is it a good one? Yeah, I liked it. Um, how did you feel about the uh, the controversial scene from the previous episode? Uh, the 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 rape the rape scene near the. I didn't think it was that controversial. Right. People did, though. People thought it was really controversial. But it, but it made sense within the context of their relationship in the story. They're terrible, happened. horrible people. They and are he's, terrible, horrible and he's, people. Yeah, got some fucked up relationship with her, and their offspring's just died, and now they're being the most fucked up, depraved people right. right next to it. But it's like, you know, something we created has died, and now I'm trying to create something new straight away because right. I need this bond with you, because I have this unholy bond with you, and the only thing yeah. that really joins us together is, you know, the fact that we have a it made complete sense to me and i was surprised that there was a controversy but right well but i I love you know what it's like this week when uh one of the the local uh, the court jester in the king's court is doing rape drugs (laughs) (laughs) and then it gets really the uh, game of thrones blog community really fires up at that point so yeah things get nasty um this they're starting they're looking at they've got a board or something I don't know what I don't. I don't really know fancy like you know documentary talk, but don't fall asleep, man. What? We're about to do some oh, showbiz. Is that bad timing? Yeah, yeah. We're nearly done. 
I, I imagine in the future, by the way, all these young men who are not probably being paid properly to do this right. uh, documentary. Right. I imagine in the future, like Graham is going to be involved in some sort of uh, Brian Singer esque lawsuit, <laughs> where like <laughs> one of these young men claims that he was involved in some podcast filming yeah, ring, one at a documentary time. ring that he was yeah. lured into by promises of Hollywood. I thought we were going to Japan to film some people, and right. it turned out to be a, a Rohypnol Love Weekend, right? <laughs> I love that podcast though. Rohypnol Rohypnol Love Weekend? Weekend? It's a pretty great podcast. Yeah, it's a really good podcast because what they do is um, they have Rohypnol and then they obviously have a weekend. Yeah. And then uh, afterwards they record what people think happened on the weekend. <laughs> And then uh, they actually show them the documentary footage they've taken and get their commentary on them. It's like a reaction thing, like two yeah. girls, one cup or something. Yeah, oh, it's very much yeah. like that. It's very much like that. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I've, I've got uh, porn We're, stars on the roof. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to throw them off. Yeah. It is a common Hollywood problem, yeah, porn yeah. stars on the roof. You it know? just sounds like it. it just sounds yeah, like, it's fine. I getting, thought I heard laughter. I'm going to get up there with a, br- a broom. Yeah, I oh, know. They love it. They love the show. <laughs> That's why they live on the roof. Are they listening to it up there? Do yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. They're listening this is being mic'd or, or broadcast upstairs? To yeah, the roof? through the whole building. Yeah. That, this is I wish th- I knew what the difference between mic'd and broadcast was, but I don't. Oh, well, I think if you get mic'd, then you can broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Welcome to uh, how, how to Broadcast Your Podcast podcast. Yeah. Uh, do, do you need us to start? Is this okay? Are we already started? Okay, cool. That's fine. All right. Okay. Well, that's not much directing, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, would he, say that. the I dude's would, taking a salary to be a director. I would call that like, negative directing. That's negative directing. Yeah. You just do what you want to do. No, he just, people You're just, barely directing. People just start that's talking the and then of directing. He, he walks away and laughs a couple of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, he was encouraged. Oh, maybe he's one of those directors, like where you encourage with your. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Your, it's positive. Like he, gives, it's not like, he gives love. Right. <laughs> and I know that Zero that is, direction. Right. That's All fine. love. Hey, I'm, I'm going to Much take, like Brian Singer. Right. <laughs> so for the lawsuit. Oh, well, it's, all, it's all being filmed, so nothing yeah. can go wrong. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure the court will believe. We were making a documentary about crazy people who talked into microphones for free and pretended they had their own radio shows. It was a time of mass delusion. <laughs> you see, these people were doing something that they ordinarily would have aspired to get paid to do. Ordinarily, ordinarily in the crazy old days, and five thousand people a week kind of listened, kind of, or downloaded it by accident because they'd signed up to it. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. I, I have actually a positive podcasting story that I thought oh. I could tell you. Yes, I um I met a guy on the internet. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to meet a gentleman on the internet. Yep, this I met nice. a gen- uh, an overseas gentleman on ah. the internet. Yep, his name is uh, Christian. Oh, uh, and uh, Sweden. Uh, uh, Close, I guess, if I knew anything about geography. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Close in the alphabet. Yes, uh, yeah. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he was, he, yeah, was, he was from Zurich, which is oh, in okay, yeah. Zurichistan. Yeah. And um, um, Sweden, Swiss, Swiss. He's Swiss. It's yeah, Swiss. There you go. That's where it is. So they make the watches. Yeah. So um, he uh, grew up uh, speaking French and speaking German, right? So that's how he was raised, speaking okay. French and German. They I, were the two all, languages. I think that's wrong, but go ahead. Right. Well, they were allies at some point in like, No, but I just don't think you should be allowed to speak more than one language. I'm American. Oh, oh no, I get you. I'm Australian. <laughs> no, I mean, that's something that we share with you guys, is this idea yeah. that we think when people come to our country, yeah, you talk that they our... should be like, hey, uh, why don't you learn... This is Australian, Yeah, mate. this is what you do. Why don't you learn the language? We don't and need then you... Go, oh, well, we've already learned nine languages. How many do you know? The one that's in this country, mate. Uh, nine is like I speak arrogance. Like I don't need you to. Oh, I get it. You're better than me. Yep. No, you're not. 
So, well, Christian, he he spoke too as he was growing up. But uh-huh. of late, he's been uh, learning English. Ah. And in particular, he'd like to work in Australia at some stage or he had some Australian friends, I'm not sure, but there was mm-hmm. some connection with Australia. Yeah. And so he decided that he would learn English by listening to my podcast. So oh, God. Christian has been learning English by listening to this podcast. And so he was like... The number one word he can say is balls. Right. Well, yes. <laughs> Well, that's, it's funny that you say that because he's – so, so he said to me, he said, I'm f- going to fly out to Australia um, from Zurichistan and I will, I'm, I'm going to go to the, uh, the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I'm going to come and see a stand-up show because, like, I learned how to speak English yeah. by listening to you, so I'm going to come out and see you. Does I, he speak English well now? Well, so here's the thing. He said, would it be weird if, like, we caught up for a beer? And I was like, it would be weird, but yeah, the, the but right sort of weird. Yeah, good weird. Like, I'm into this, yeah. definitely. This is great. Yeah. So we this got, ends with Rohypnol, right? Right. It okay. <laughs> starts with Rohypnol, ends <laughs> with a podcast. <laughs> I told you about that before. Uh, no, I, um, it, he, so we, we went and had a beer, and he oh. bought the beers, by the way. Turns out he, he was. He did. Yeah. He was working in finance in Zurich, oh. like he's a finance guy. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's, he's getting, um, he's getting uh, bored with the world of finance. Well, who isn't? Like, he likes people who make things. Uh, yeah. Like podcasts? Like podcasts, right? What about right? cars? Um, sure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask all the things he liked. <laughs> we just had two beers. I had to go and do a show. Oh, oh yeah, but, two. So we had two beers. So the first beer went really well. Yeah, the first beer went well enough for yeah. us to get a second beer. Okay. So uh, my favorite thing about it uh, was that um, he speaks mostly in a sort of, I guess, middle European accent. Right, right. Uh, but then occasionally when he would say a word that was like Australian, yeah, it was just me. Like it was, oh, it was like having a conversation that's with myself. So crazy, yeah. Like he would just be like, balls. You don't say crikey. No, I don't. I don't think he was. I wish you would. Well, I could. I could say crikey. I I could bring that back. Did you used to say it? No, I mean, but like in general, like for the kids, I mean, like as a catchphrase, like, you know what I mean? Like I could invent something, like I could invent the word, like I could reinvent the word crikey. Or what what about a new catchphrase? Let's say you got to start with a clean slate. Oh, all right. Don't touch kids. (laughs) No, no, that's because it's, it's, it's a good message. Wait a minute, but... Do you know what I mean? But like that, in any situation, that is good advice. So, Don't touch kids. So like, right? so like you, you, because crikey has a meaning of like, oh my, it's like oh my god, right? Yeah, crikey. like crikey touched a kid, right? But so that's what you would say if you saw someone touching a kid. You yeah, say but crikey. so like if you saw someone get like hit by a car, like the foot run over, yeah. you would yell, "Don't touch a kid." I mean, it's still good advice. <laughs> I mean, they would be less likely to touch a kid because now they're hobbly and limpy. But maybe the kid comes over right. to like help them out, right? It's, yeah. a, like, it's a good kid. It's a good kid who's done nothing bad in life. Right. And the kid knows not to talk to strangers. But this time, the stranger's been hit by a car. Yeah. And they're laying there on the footpath. Right. And the kid's like, I'm a good kid. And the kid goes over and says, can I help you, stranger? Uh-huh. Now, you know what? Pedophiles have accidents too, man. True. Like, it's not like True. suddenly because your foot has been run over by a car, suddenly yeah. you're a great person. Well, Do you know what I mean? I think it... Ch- I think like it, it doesn't like. I think it can change your morals. I don't think it does, because <laughs> otherwise they would just run over pedophiles' feet with cars. Do you know what I mean a, that would be the treatment? That's they a would great just get idea. them into prison, run over <laughs> the feet, and then run, they're cured. Now, they out they go. Yeah, and plus you'd be able to see them in society because you'd know they were the people like hobbling. Okay. So a guy gets his foot run over yeah. and he's laying there, and you yell, "Don't touch kids!" And does everybody laugh? Like what happens around you? Oh, I mean, everyone always laughs when I yell things <laughs> out, man. Never had a bad gig, even in life. 
<laughs> I think it's a terrible catchphrase. Okay. Well, I think it'd be good for like TV. I wasn't really thinking in real life. I was thinking more like it would be my sign off on a TV show or something like that. That's your sign off? Yeah. Like like the way uh, like Bob Barker on The Price is Right used to say, uh, new to your pets. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cut their, sometimes he'd be like, cut, cut their balls off, rip them off with your teeth. Like he'd do it in different ways. Right. Uh, at so, the end of Oh Yeah Dude, they say seatbelts. They do say seatbelts. Yeah, and I enjoy that. Every time I hear them at the end, they I go, do like belts, that. Belts, I do I'm like, like that. Oh my God, that's nice. That's a nice end to what the about, podcast. What about ours? Do you like ours? Well, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> no. Right? It's bad. It's terrible. Well, Greg thought it up. Well, yeah, okay. Well, that's... If I had thought it up, it would have been, been something better. No, it's not. It's not bad. It's I, good. I'd it's... be like, mud flaps. Just, I think people should have mud flaps on their cars. Right. But you're not even giving them that information. You're just no, yelling you just out yell mud flaps. And then people go, uh, they wiki, they wiki that- mud flaps. And they're like, oh, that's not, okay. that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're yelling, don't touch kids. Well, again. It's just a little, um, I'm better than you. What do you mean? Like you're saying you don't touch kids. I don't. Okay, I mean, I'm, I just did, I that, I'm just saying. I hearts I'm just saying. Through the world of podcasting. <laughs> I'm just saying that you, it sounds like you think you're better than people who touch kids. There was an 11 year old girl in my show in Melbourne. Her mum brought her oh, to the show. They shouldn't do that. That's not appropriate. It's is not it? appropriate at all. There's, lo- is there, there's not a lot of swearing in your show, but there's. There's enough. You talk about fucking and stuff. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, just at the start, not before I start. <laughs> like, just when the crowd are coming in. Like, there's music playing, but I just sit down the front of the stage Don't, and I talk about fucking. Do you still. Because I remember the last show you did when the crowd would be wandering in you would just lay on the ground and just fuck the ground slowly yeah, yeah. i mean well i mean i, I yeah. mix it up it's, i'm in a different position this year oh okay yeah, yeah 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 it's still the ground but i've like i'm, I'm like it's doggy but like oh, i've yeah. made a little mound sure sure yeah I've, so that's not right for kids no that's, that's, that's not appropriate for children <laughs> Um, uh, some people got uh, engaged in my show. Really? Year. What do yeah. you mean in your show? Like literally in the show. So the dude uh, hit me up about uh, six weeks before yeah. um, uh, to kind of say, hey, can I pop the question to my girlfriend in your show? Yeah. Um, because like they'd been together for five years and for the last five years they'd come to my show every year and yeah. I guess it was like special to them in some way. So I thought, well, that's kind of nice. Maybe I can, you know, help facilitate that. And he like sent me like photos of him and her and kind of – because I need proof. Right. Like, I'm not just going to get a speculate like, on oh, that. You don't want someone just acting like they're doing it? Like a like oh. you're worried that they could be messing with you? Well, no. Oh, not until you've said that. Well, I think they were. Now, no. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. Have I been part of an elaborate punk? Uh, yes, you've been punked. I went to so much effort. Yeah, well, you were punked. Uh no, I, I don't want the the girl to be in a situation where she's in public and she's oh, pressured right. into something that yeah. she's not comfortable with. And yeah. so I always ask because it's happened a few times over the years. I always ask, like you know, tell us, tell me about your relationship. Are you certain that she will say yes? Yeah. Why is this like an important? Because part of me is also like, dude, if you if you want to be with this girl for the rest of your life, surely there's some better and more romantic way than in my oh, show. Good God, yes. Do you know what I mean? I can't imagine. That's I, the guy did it uh, when I went to see Cosby uh, in, in February. A guy did it. Cosby came over and gave the guy the mic, and the guy came up and. Well, see that that see, but, but that's Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like I mean, that's a memory forever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although Cosby wouldn't have been dressed very well. Well, he he wears like sweats. Sweats. It, it's yeah. It, it yeah. That's how good he is, man. It's that's it's, it's that good. Is. is that good or is that just lazy? 
I don't care. How, what happened to pants? I can't wait until like I, at what, at what I can't point, wait until I can take my pants at off. At what stage. point are you like, I am so good at this, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna wear pants. <laughs> apparently, Cosby's dead. <laughs> apparently, apparently, around the bill level. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Russell Brand's wearing tights. What? What? The Russell Brand wears like leggings, wears tights on stage. So, what do you mean on stage? Where he's in the band? Russell Brand. Did I say Russell oh, Brand? Did, I thought you said. I thought you said uh, Russell Crowe. Okay, no. Well, you I said Russell Brand. I said Russell Brand. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Russell Crowe wore tights in uh, Robin Hood. Now, now we're on to something. Now we're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you say Russell, I just want to think of Russell Crowe and tights. Yeah, it's like uh, immediately you should think yeah. of Russell Crowe. Yeah. So you can like see his c- cock and everything. Yep. What's happening? Oh, okay. Okay. Are so, we good? Yeah, you feel like you've, yeah, okay, because you need to go. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna quickly say this I've never tried harder in a gig when somebody's gonna propose at the end of the gig because oh, yeah. you don't want that to be like a, a memory show. that, like, you know, what I mean, yeah, like you always try to good, do a good show, but the. I, this is this was my worst nightmare in the scenario. You go in, you do your best, but it's a Wednesday night, yeah. and maybe it just doesn't fire the way it's normally fires for whatever weird reason. Yeah. And you go over to do the bit because the way I do it is I talk to him early in the show and I give him a bit of you know like how long you guys been together, you know, classic sort yeah. of. And so then at the end I go back to him and give it a bit of come on, mate, like seriously, you know, so that it feels natural, yeah. right? And I just imagine going over to do that, and the dude just looks me in the eye and puts his hand across his throat. (laughs) I don't want to remember this forever. It's off. It's off. All right, we're done. Yeah.